This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Live from ClickOrlando.com, this is News 6 at 5.30. This is a News 6 Plus takeover. Here now is Matt Austin and Ginger Gadston with Florida's 4th Estate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic edition of Florida's 4th Estate. We join you, or at least I do, from our worldwide headquarters here in Orlando, Florida. I'm Ginger Gadsden. She's got a green screen behind her. Don't listen to her. <laughs> My name is Matt Austin. So glad to have you with us. Florida's fourth estate shifting into high gear today, baby, because we've got some crazy car stories that happened this week we were going to bring to you. The mm-hmm. first one takes place down in sweet, sweet Miami. There was a call that came in that uh, somebody stole a Lexus. The Lexus then led to them stopping and stealing a white Tesla. They're driving this Tesla, and you know Teslas are extremely fast. There are reports they were going up to 140 miles an hour until a patrol truck stepped in. Ginger, you can join me for this as we watch it, how that ended. This patrol truck slammed right into this Tesla. Okay, this is not done, though. I want you to watch this with us. Look, we got... uh, we got Usain Bolt jumping out of the car here. And this then, is what we call in the news business fleeing on foot. This is what we call in life <laughs> desperation. I've hit a low point. So he strips down, goes into a canal. You're in a canal. You're going to get eaten. Then somehow he's in his underwear. Watch this. And this is my favorite part. Ginger and I were watching this before the show. He's, he, he's this air conditioner. like, oh, Ooh. God, I'm so, oh, crime doesn't pay, guys. <laughs> When he keeps going, you know, you've given up. You're done. You when you're just like kind of sauntering between a couple of houses, Ginger. He's in his drawers and then he's just stopping to get some fresh air. I mean, dude, make better choices. (laughs) So as you can see, our friend here got caught and somehow he lost his shirt. Did he lose his shirt in this as well? I mean, he lost, he lost his pride, his dignity. Dignity. He lost a lot. He's in a half Nelson right now. By the cop. I mean, you really have to start thinking about your life. This poor cop who has to half Nelson, this naked I, guy. I know. He's, he's already wet and sweaty. And yeah. now he's just huffing and puffing. But anyway, uh, no one got hurt, thank goodness. Amazingly. It, yeah. It just never ends well when you try to steal a couple of cars and, you know, run from the cops. It yeah. doesn't end well. 140 miles an hour. It could have been a whole lot more dangerous. Fortunately, hey, good on the law enforcement down there. So sticking with our car theme, this is another person who needs to make better choices. This is a high school student. This happened in Seminole County at Lake Mary High School. A car is seen in the parking lot, not just screeching through the parking lot uh, at high at a high rate of speed, but there's someone on top of the car, Matt, while this driver is just maneuvering in and out of the parking lot, which is already a dangerous place. This is a high school, just crazy. They end up hitting two parked cars, of course, because you park in parking lots, you don't speed through them. Uh, 
it turns out it's a student apparently at Lake Mary High School who's going to probably be charged with something like reckless driving and For a sure. couple of other things. It is just such scary video to watch because that really could have had the potential to end poorly. I think one of the cars uh, the driver hit had someone in it and the person hit their head on the dashboard or something, but that's the only injury that was sustained yeah. there. It was at the high school, so there are kids walking around everywhere. Of course, they're yeah. showing off for those kids. When Crazy. our crew got to the scene of that one, you could just see the tire marks all oh, over the place the, yeah, from the donuts. Of course. So, I just yeah. don't know why it happens toward the end of the school year. Kids just make just get dumb. You just get dumber. Make better choices. Make better choices. Okay, so here's one that's not going to shock you. <laughs> We're talking, it is gator mating season. So gators are everywhere. They're always everywhere, but now they're more visible. This one happened, I believe this was in South Florida as well. The six foot gator is just trying to saunter across the street. No big deal. They see him. They call FWC. The thing that is impressive about this, Matt, is that the FWC person who shows up, he's in a T-shirt, shorts, and flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> and he just wrangles the thing, no problem, and just sits on top of it. And it's like, okay, now you're in custody. <laughs> and he wasn't even wearing Crocs, flip-flops. That's the thing that I find so impressive. He was probably on call. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'll come ah, get it. Fine. You yeah, got gators no and a big one. Yeah, pretty decent it, size fellow yeah, there, too. Long. And so what is so crazy about this, there were looky-loos, the rubberneckers, who were getting out of their car to watch the gator cross the street. Whose walk did you like better, the gator or the guy in his underwear? Which one looked uh, better? <laughs> well, the gator had the better perp walk. The guy in his underwear just was sad. <laughs> I love, every time I walk past my air conditioner now, I'm just going to... You're going to stop it. <laughs> give myself a little break when I'm mowing the lawn. Keep some drinks out there. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> he should have planned better, for sure. Hey, well, we like to plan for you when there's an interesting group coming up. We've got a big name that we were able to speak to about an upcoming show taking place at Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival. Cool! From Cool in the Gang. Some of the biggest hits ever are gonna be there for a weekend. And we got to speak with Cool for a little primer on this. And it's pretty amazing when you talk to him about how many times his work has been sampled. You know, because no one else has really been sampled as much as we have. Now, James Brown, he claimed to be the number one most sampled man. He said, well, Cool the Gang is number two. I'm number one. <laughs> that was a good James Brown. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I know, I read something read something where you guys have been sampled more than 1800 times and i feel like you know you listen to music and it's like that sounds familiar and that's probably why and the kids today are saying oh that's a new song but it's really not it's something you guys did years and years ago that they're just finding now summertime our summer madness with will smith yep one <laughs> a bad 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 boy uh, with Diddy at the time. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of people trying to emulate the sounds that you guys made all those years ago. I'm curious. Okay, you're coming to Florida. You're going to play the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival, which is a pretty big deal when Disney calls you in. They don't they don't call slouches in. So I'm curious as to what's that that's like when you play Disney. We used to do grad nights at Disney. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> even our, our mayor. Uh, but Dyer, he came to me, he said to me one time, 
you know, you play for my granddad. Oh my god! <laughs> I play for your granddad, huh? Okay. Well, you five dad, you know, they play for their granddads. <laughs> That'll make you feel a little old, huh? The mayor <laughs> saying yeah. you played at my grad night. Oh my gosh, that's great, though. That's so great. What is life like for you these days when you're not just like sitting there staring at your platinum records and all that? Like, what what's a normal day for you? Cool? Or is it pretty laid back or what? <laughs> well, been working quite a bit here. Uh, if we were doing this uh, Zoom for the OTC. You will see behind me would be the platinum records and the cool champagne. I have a champagne called the cool. We have a grand cru, we have a blanc de blanc, and we have a rose. And we're coming out this summer with that one that we call the first lady. Uh, distributor and winery is out of uh, Epinay, Rims, where they make Dom Perignon, Cristal. We, we're not Prosecco and none of that. We come straight from France. So, I'm working on in between time. I'm out uh, pushing the cool champagne. Oh my god! That's gosh. The perfect branding for a champagne. <laughs> I love it. I, it writes itself. That is fan- the first lady. Okay, I I wrote that one down. Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take a few bottles of first lady over here, please. That's right. Really fun interview with Cool from Cool and the Gang. He is going to be performing so nice. at Epcot. April 30th and May 1st, if you want to check it out. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of people back in the day, a lot of people would dream of seeing them live and in concert, but you don't have to dream about it. You can go to Epcot and see them right now. And speaking of dreams, have you ever wondered why you dream the things you do? Well, we have an expert who might have some insight into what it means if you're walking around without pants on, Matt. Hey, welcome back to Florida Sport Estate. So glad to have you with us. And today, we're going to get around in your head a little bit. We're going to be analyzing your dreams. You ever have that weird dream that you wake up and it just kind of ruins your whole day? Well, there may be an actual physical reason behind it, Ginger. There's always a reason behind why we have our dreams, right? But now, we're going to get some answers today because I feel like many of us have kind of a shared dream, like where you can't, for TV people, it's we can't find the studio. Oh, I hate that dream. And we can't find the studio, right? Um, Or we're not dressed properly. So the person who's going to analyze all of that and fix our lives today is Jesse Lyon. He is so kind to join us now. He is a clinical hypnotherapist and a dream interpreter. I just find it fascinating because I feel like most people dream. Jesse, thank you for joining us. Ah, man, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me on the show and for talking about dreams. It's what I love. It's what I'm passionate about. Uh, Like you mentioned, I do a lot of work with hypnotherapy, but I'm also a licensed mental health counselor uh, Mm -hmm. and I have a practice here in Central Florida. Yeah. Okay. So my first question is, do we all dream? Does everyone dream? Because people say, I never dream. And I find that odd. It is. It is. So everyone dreams. Research is very conclusive. Uh, the science has really shown that 
every time you go to sleep, you go through many phases of sleep. And in each of those, you actually have dreams. Those dreams can be different based on the phase, but everybody dreams. The big problem, though, is that many people don't remember their dreams when they wake up. And so it's a memory issue, not a dreaming or not dreaming issue. And that makes a lot of sense. And so if you're looking at this and you're saying, well, this guy is kind of dreamy, uh, there, this is not your normal, ther- like when we, we booked this interview, right? And then somebody said, oh, he's on TikTok. So we look him up on TikTok <laughs> and I'm like, I'm expecting like- Frazier Crane with like a smoker's jacket and a pipe, you know, but that or is not what you get. You actually get this guy with this huge social media presence, more than a million and a half TikTok followers. He puts together these fascinating videos and he has all these businesses happening in Florida. So it's really interesting to see who you are. So you're you're a younger guy who's kind of getting into this whole dream world and you have found a lot of success online with your message, right, Jesse? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I I got into this whole field because, you know, my my license, I have a master's degree and I'm licensed with the Department of Health as a counselor. And I work a lot with trauma. One of the big experiences, one of the symptoms of trauma are post-traumatic nightmares. Hmm. And so helping people learn what those nightmares are trying to teach them and really helping them unlock their mental health through the messages from their mind is what I'm all about. And so I've really found, especially through the pandemic and all the all the terrible dreams that were happening during that time, I've been able to help people really unlock their mind and unlock their mental health by analyzing these dreams and giving them the hope that, you know, I think a lot of us struggled with during that time. Yeah. What can people learn if they know what their dreams actually mean? How can that be helpful? Oh, so helpful. So have you ever had that situation where maybe you're anxious or maybe you're just a little bit down, but you don't really know why, or you've tried this thing and you've tried that thing. Your counselor tells you this, or, you know, your friend tells you that, but it just doesn't, it doesn't help. Dreams are the most personal window into your emotions that we have. And it's just so interesting to me that dreams have been a tool for mental health for hundreds of years, but it's only recently that it's fallen out of favor. Uh, The research is just astounding how many research articles, how many scientific papers have been written about dreams and their connection with mental health. But I just feel that it's been just grossly underutilized. Um, And I really think that's because the spiritual community, the religious community has kind of taken dreams for their own. And so we've lost really the scientific backing for it. But there's a lot there's a lot supporting it. Yeah, there's this perception that dreams are almost like your brain is misfiring. And they don't really have anything to do with actual reality. But, but you're saying there are some actual physical things we can pull from this. So I want to go back to your YouTube page. And you have a lot yeah. of TikToks that are fascinating and real quick and snappy. But I want to play this, which is a piece of just so people can see what you do uh, while you're online and some of the topics you talk about. So here's Jesse Lyon. Lyon, chief dream scientist at DreamApp, and I study dreams and their interpretation so you never have to wonder what they mean. If you're dreaming about your crush, here's three things you need to know and what to do about them. First, to borrow the famous quote from Disney, a dream is a wish that your heart makes. Dreams are overwhelmingly wishes that we want to see happen in our waking life. So if you're dreaming about your crush, it just means that you like them. But number two, on a deeper level, it makes you wonder what is it about yourself that you feel like is insufficient, that you're idealizing this person. It really is a call from your unconscious self to explore who you really are and develop potentials that you haven't really realized. It's so fascinating because people think, oh, they just dismiss 
dismiss it. And I'm, you know, I'm from the South. So we have all these superstitions surrounding different kinds of dreams. For example, I was always told that if you're falling in your dream, do not hit bottom because you won't wake up. So I can't tell you how many times I have shaken myself awake during a falling dream. So I don't hit bottom because I don't want to die in my dream. Oh, no way. Really? Like that? uh, That's that's so interesting. I've never heard anyone say um, that they shake themselves awake so they don't hit the bottom when they fall. I have heard so many myths about dreams. Um, The falling is one of the one of the most common ones. Uh, I have actually had a lot of people that I've worked with, both clients and those on social media who not only do they fall and die in their dream because they hit the ground, but then they continue the dream as a ghost. And they wander what? around what? and observe people. And so, yeah, there's many people have had that kind of experience. So the falling and, you know, hitting the ground, <clears throat> big myth, it's not going to hurt you. Uh, but there is some really great research behind it. What we've researched and found um, is two things. There can be kind of a physical interpretation and there can be an emotional interpretation. The emotional interpretation is when we're falling, oftentimes our life feels out of control and we don't feel like we really achieved the goals that we set out to achieve. So we're falling from that peak of our success. But if it's more physical, and you can really feel this, those those are the ones where you usually jerk yourself awake when you hit the ground. Mm -hmm. Those physical dreams actually happen because you're experiencing a blood sugar drop while you're sleeping. I think he just solved a medical issue for me because when I stand up too quickly, I almost faint. And so it is my blood sugar is low. Oh, my goodness. Well, that makes total sense. Get that checked out. Yeah. Yeah. We're dying. Go get a blood test right now, Ginger. Okay. So I want you to analyze our news anchor dream. Ginger and I have talked in the green room about this many, many times before. And it's crazy being a news anchor. And so, so I have this, it's like 4.59. I go on TV as a news anchor at five o'clock. All right, uh-huh. 4.59, my, uh, I'm late. I, I, I start going through doors to get to the studio. Mm-hmm. I'm tearing through doors and it's the wrong room. And then I, I finally get into the studio and I'm like crawling to the desk and then I realize I don't have a shirt on. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't, I can't. And now it's 5.01 and like everything's happening in front of me. And it's like, so what does that mean? Please explain to me why... I'm a crazy person and I continue to have this dream. No, 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 not a crazy person at all. In fact, I think everybody listening can identify. We've all had those stressful work dreams. I've had them. Uh, And actually, I've talked with several news anchors. Um, They all have a different flavor of it. So some tell me that they can't read the teleprompter. It's in a different language. That's a really common. Oh, why'd you plant that in my head? Oh, my gosh. Now I'm going to have it. Sorry. Now you're going to dream about it. It's going to happen. Right? Thank but you. They're, they're a classic stress dream. They're a classic anxiety dream. And what your brain is trying to do uh, is actually very helpful. And my whole message on social media is about instead of being enemies with your brain, really trying to understand the messages that it's trying to give because your mind is on your team. It wants to see you succeed. These dreams are messages that are trying to give you the answers that will help you be successful. Now, they all need to be interpreted, though, and that's where I think a lot of people get frustrated and misunderstand. So that dream, the stressful one about being late, uh, has a lot to do with your mind preparing and feeling stressed about what's happening next. Oftentimes, it will happen very intensely for those who are not feeling very confident in their abilities or kind of are feeling outside of their comfort zone. Um, The brain does that, though, because by rehearsing the worst case scenario, It's trying to prepare you for if things went wrong. 
um, and actually we've done a lot of actually really personal research with DreamApp. Uh, we've done a lot of research with those uh, in the Ukraine about how their dreams have changed because mm -hmm. of the war over there and seeing how their minds do some similar things as well, but obviously in a much more extreme situation. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, that that makes uh, complete sense. I, I love that because it kind of explains, all right, we aren't crazy. It's just it, our jobs are stressful. I, I've had that very same dream, except I'm wearing a shirt. I am never shirtless in, in those dreams going to the studio. That's well, just be that. thankful because it adds an extra <laughs> level of stress there that I'm yeah, not ready exactly. to deal with because in my life. Where, do you, where does your tie go if you're not wearing a shirt? <laughs> I wish if we you want to well, check I, this guy I out, do. you got to go to Lion Mental Health on TikTok. He's on Twitter. Uh, he's on everything. He's on YouTube. But he is a fascinating follow, and he has a lot of businesses going on where he's helping people, including the homeless in Central Florida. So, Jesse Lyon, thank you so much for being on Florida's Fourth Estate. This was fantastic. So nice to have you. Thank you for um, interpreting at least some of my crazy dreams. I feel a little bit better now. I might sleep a little easier tonight. I hope you do. I hope you do. I hope I can help a lot of people out with their dreams, their sleep, and their mental health. I think you are. Yeah. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Check in with us next week for another Florida's Fourth Estate. And, of course, you can catch Florida's Fourth Estate anytime on News 6+. Plus.